0: Hello, so, so great to have you put this in your earbuds, or put this in your ears, put Nez Nation Live in your ears, holy mackerel, okay, anyway, (laughs) Um, I'm so, so excited to introduce this episode, episode 5 of Nez Nation Live, the relaunch, as y'all know. Um, we have an amazing, amazing guest on this episode. You, you just, you, you gotta listen all the way to the end. It's incredible, riveting, informative, entertaining. We have fun. We do a little karaoke. It's just, it gets, it gets bonkers, y'all. A lot, a lot of fun with this guest. But before I do, before I introduce this episode, I just want to talk to you guys a little bit. I want to reach out to you. I want to hear from you. I want you to tell me this show, I want this show to be the best podcast in the entire universe. I want this to be entertaining. I want this to be fun. I want this to be engaging, informative. I want you to get so much value out of this podcast that you really don't need to go anywhere else. I want to make it for you. I want to cater this audio experience for you. So I want to hear from you. If you could please um, I'll leave my email in the show notes. I'll also, you know, you can always just Google Professor Nez. You can go to my YouTube channel. You can go to my Instagram, my Facebook. Send me a DM, which stands for direct message. Those of you that are not millennials. <laughs> um, I want to hear from you. What kind of topics do you would you like to hear on Nez Nation Live, the podcast? What are some things that you... Are facing in your life? What are some problems, some issues, some concerns, some interesting ideas, some creator questions? Um, if it has anything to do with live streaming, with career coaching, most of you know I'm an executive career coach, live streaming strategist, social media marketing brand manager and consultant, and and I can I I wanna I wanna create content. There's gonna be a ton of interviews like this unbelievable one with Stephanie Lou, um, but. I also, you know, do a lot of daily updates, news items, information, stuff that's relevant, and I try to put it in context and have a conversation about it in a live stream. So this is a live stream slash podcast, episode five. And so reach out to me, reach out to me. I would love, love, love to hear from you. You can go to my website, professornez.com, and you can reach out to me there. You can send me a message. Um, in the contact form at the very bottom of the page, I would love, love, love to hear from you. In and, and the subject line, just leave po- podcast ideas or podcast topic. Actually, yeah, that would be good. Podcast topic. I would love to hear from you. I would love to, I want this show to serve you as best as possible. And I can't think of a better source. You know me, I scour online, I scour, investigate, research, analyze, look at all the hottest Topics, trends and media communications and business. And I try to bring them to you. So you don't have to go scouring and researching and investigating all the boring stuff. You leave all the boring stuff to me. I'll take care of all that. All you got to do is relax. If you're at the gym, working out, running, walking, treadmilling, lifting, just relax, listen, and let these beautiful, beautiful sound waves enter your cranium because we're going to give it to you. Now, in this episode, oh. God, we had so much fun. In this episode, we've got live streaming rock star Stephanie Liu. She has an amazing Facebook live show. She's also a huge, huge social media content creator and strategist who uh, consults and coaches on social media. Uh, we, We interviewed her on this episode of Nez Nation Live, and I just, I have to say, I can't think of a guest that I have interviewed prior. I've been doing this for a long time now. This is the relaunch of the show, but we had a couple of iterations of this show, plus other podcasts that I've hosted. I can't think of a guest, another guest that even comes close to how absolutely, how much fun, how much excitement. I laughed and laughed. It was just exuding with joy and happiness and f- good times. You got to listen. And it's chock full of information, chock full of things that you can take away, everything dealing with live video, social media, business. We talk about the N.E.R.D. song "Lemon," and we get into a little funky karaoke, which I I think I pretty much ruined the song, which is fine. Um, it's that song is beyond ruining. It's 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 there's no way anybody can that song's just too good. So nobody can ruin it, even even somebody like me. But you got to check it out and listen to the very end because this is just one hour jam-packed of info and fun and excitement and energy. And without babbling too much longer, let's get right into it. And don't forget, guys, in the show notes, all the contact information for our guest. Plus, we would love if you could review us on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher particularly on iTunes, because that would really, really mean a lot to us, and we go through all the reviews. Thankfully, we've gotten over 30 reviews already. We just launched the show a couple weeks ago. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and I want to just say this really quickly before we get in the episode. Leave us a kick-ass five-star review with a kick-ass... Uh, paragraph or what have you a short paragraph talking about what you take away and if we rate that as the best review of the week we'll give you a shout out on the show which i think is pretty cool so i hope to hear from you thank you thank you thank you thank you and i'll stop talking right now let's get into it live stream goddess, rock star, Stephanie Liu. She is an energetic online marketing strategist, live video trainer. I kind of want to ask her a question about this part, self-proclaimed 90s beat scholar. I can't wait to ask her about this. She has an unbelievable show called Lights Camera Live on Facebook. She is an unbelievable creator, unbelievable personality, Ladies and gentlemen, Mez Nation, welcome Miss Stephanie Liu. How are you, Stephanie?
1: I'm good. It's Friday. <laughs> it's I'm super Friday. <laughs> pumped. I'm super
0: pumped. Yes, yes, I, I I know, and and we are so super excited to have you as well. Um, I wanted to ask you a little bit about that. I mean, I've got so many questions for you, and we've got people already coming in. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Mike. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna share this out right now. Why don't you tell our audience. A little bit about, you know, maybe a little more background than what I just gave, which definitely didn't do you justice. Oh my goodness. And, and, then, and then we're going to get right into it. What do you think?
1: I'm like stretching. I'm like getting ready for it. Okay. <laughs> the best part is the 90s Beat Scholar. Let me tell you guys. want to talk about that. Yes. I'm uh, like, okay. Grew up, love everything TLC, love everything Salt and Pepper. Like, you get me on a karaoke night, I will just demolish it.
0: Wow. Wow, that makes sense. And that really says a lot about you, and that gives you a little nice multifacetedness. She's not just a marketer, y'all. She's not just an ordinary, plain strategist or social media, yada, yada, yada. She does it all. I mean, she does oh, yeah. it all.
1: I'm so, the official party starter. So, so if, we're, if you're ever at a conference and there's like the, the after hours, it's like, come find me.
0: Ha <laughs> ha! Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. You will be first on my list for sure. Stephanie, 90s beat scholar. Just one more thing. Cause I'm a writing professor. Do you, do you, do you also enjoy like, you don't mean like the beats as in like the beat generation, right? You don't know who that is. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because I got, okay. So, so when you say 90s beat scholar, you're definitely talking about the nineties and yeah. music.
1: <laughs> yes. And in particular yes. R and B.
0: R and B. Okay, who are some of your okay, I gotta talk about this. Who are some of your 90s R and B heroes?
1: Oh my goodness. Okay. That many?
0: Is there that now? Well, are we talking it's, it's Bobby like, Brown? Are we talking like talking
1: like Whitney houston Tony Braxton. Okay. Tony Braxton. Yeah. Like I'm like looking at my playlist right now. I was like, Look I've at got it like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, right now, okay, so this isn't this isn't nineties, but I'm totally bumping lemon by N E R D. Oh my so god, I love it. I don't that. know if you're like.
0: I yeah. totally <laughs> love that song. I think Rihanna crushed it on. Oh, she song. killed it!
1: Her flow was ridiculous. Like I'm, I'm getting ready. I'm like, I'm playing that song. I'm watching tutorials. I was like, it would be really funny to have a behind the scenes of, of Stephanie just like learning how to do the lemon with my three year old. <laughs> oh
0: <laughs> my god, that would be that would go viral. That would definitely definitely go viral. I love that <gasps> song. I think Pharrell and timbaland are some of the greatest like producers next to dr dre in hip-hop and r&b right now. oh my god you're speaking my
1: language i, I know dude, your language You and i, dude, I, dude, know I need to hang, out. We have everyone's to hang like, out <laughs> everyone's like is this supposed to be about live video or are we just talking about like music, she ain't please?
0: talking about a lemon <laughs> but she knows that a lemon oh i love that song like i love it i ain't trying to get acidic oh i love it i just love that song
1: i just My wife
0: wife laughs her butt off. She's just like, dude, you're like 42. What are you doing?
1: (laughs) Do it. Do it. Own it. Own it. You got it. it. You got it. And I I bet you got like your own little selfie ring lights. You're just like, oh. Hello.
0: Holla. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It's quite sad. But you know what? I have a lot of, lot of fun. And uh, you know what? You got to stay young. You got to stay young. It's all mindset. Isn't it, Stephanie? How do you do it? Let me ask you this. You bring so much energy to the table. Uh, your your energy just exudes. What do you? What is your? What is your secrets to that? What are your secrets to that? Uh, come on I, in, guys.
1: Oh my! I know. Come come hang out. Sharing
0: is go. caring. Don't forget to share.
1: Give us some hearts.
0: Give us some hearts. Thank you. Yes, I love that. Give, give
1: Nez some hearts for for doing his whole um, his lemon.
0: You got it. I mean, for doing that alone, I deserve at least a share. <laughs>
1: Reach that, out, make that into a gift, upload it to Giphy, and it's just like that will be your Christmas card this year. I'm we like, could
0: oh. be, we could be witnessing the demise of Nez's career as we no! speak
1: no it's opening you up to a, a totally new audience it's amazing it's amazing uh, I love
0: it. how do you how do you 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 always seem to bring it and it's so much fun having a live stream around because you get the whole dynamics and you get the whole sharing and stuff i love it so how do you do it stephanie what do you do do you are you just like somebody do you work out a lot do you take you know you drink oh a lot of coffee like these other crazy people like i do i drink tons of coffee what is your secret what is your what's your uh mm. sauce
1: um. Okay, it's coffee for sure. It's
0: oh my god. Coffee you love before
1: talkie. I I do, and um, I need to have like at least a scoop of sugar in there, and you know, I have a three-year-old, and I have to keep up with her. Oh right? my god. Oh I my she, she now she woke me up this morning and she goes, "Good morning, mom. What day is it?" And I said, "It's Friday." And she goes, "Like French fries." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have a I have a four-year-old daughter who when I try to clothe her, it's almost like she acts like I'm stabbing her in the chest or something. It's like, all I want to do is put her shoes on. And she's like, six year old son. I have a six year. So I'm like, so with you on the toddler kick, I'm right there with you. And how many kids do you have, Stephanie? I have
1: one. I have one.
0: Oh, you have one. I have one. Okay. You're lucky.
1: (laughs) We have one, but you know, we're we're still going through the great pants debate of, are you wearing pants today? It's like, yes, you're wearing pants today. Yes, you're wearing pants today.
0: <laughs> you know what? I'm telling you right now, we have two, and we obviously, I love them to death and I'm joking, but there is some, I have a cousin who only had one and she is very grateful that she had one. Yeah. Um, when you have two, it's like, once they get mobile... And there can you're almost like a referee, you're like an umpire, you know. Unless you're one of these like parents that gets like the lottery, and your kids are just like Brady Bunch kids that play well together, which mm-hmm. like, never happens. Um, I think that's so cool, and I love your stories that you put on social media. Oh gosh, I I, I kind of debated that. Like, what do you th- what are your thoughts on this? By the way, I mean we haven't even answered the coffee question. <laughs> we'll
1: get back to like, but this well, is, now. This is yeah. intriguing
0: me though because. I, I kind of teeter-totter, I think my audience would love to know too, and yours as well, do you feel that b- revealing family, personal things on social media is beneficial, a necessity, or do you feel, because I know a lot of creators, they don't show anything about their personal life. It's just all business, business. How do you oh. reconcile that?
1: <laughs> when you said business, business, I just finished watching the Lego movie. Did you? Do you, you oh. remember it? a oh.
0: business, business business, business. Yes. Oh my God. My kids you, love did, that. you
1: did the business, business voice.
0: Business, business. Yeah. My kids love that. My, I've seen every, I've seen frozen about 6,000 times involuntarily yeah. and I know every single song and it's, it's quite sad.
1: Okay. So we really do. We really need to do our karaoke night. I'll do the nineties. You'll do Elsa. Lemon. I'll do yeah. lemon.
0: I'll do lemon. I just want to do lemon. That's it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love that uh, song. Okay. So as as far as like sharing personal stuff on social media, honestly, I try to just do behind the scenes of this is how my studio looks like. This is what I'm working on. And then I pepper in my family because I I still think it's really important for people to know that um, the success that I've had, I've worked towards it. It might not be growing at a rapid pace as other live streamers, right? Because I wake up at eight, I have to do the mommy stuff in the morning, take my daughter to, to daycare and stuff. And just, so I only really have like five productive hours that I could yeah. actually work work. Um, and it, it's, I get a lot of good feedback from, from fans. And like you, you've even said, it's like, wow, I didn't know that you had a kid. And um, I think it's important for people to know that, especially like prospective clients, right? Because yeah. I could tell clients, I only work four days a week. Wednesdays are mommy and me Wednesdays. So I don't respond to any emails and it's important for anyone that ever wants to work with me to know that Wednesdays are our days. We're here in San Diego, you're in California, you know how important the beach is and the sun and I want to have those moments with my daughter. So yeah, I I pepper in a little bit of stuff. I do keep in mind of the safety in terms of, you know, not showing our address or saying specifically which neighborhood we're in. Right. Um,
0: Yeah, no, I think that's, I think that's beautiful, the way you orchestrated that. And I feel the same way I try to, it's funny, because, you know, I love hanging out with my kids, and we have a blast. And it definitely shows in your videos and stories that you share online. Um, But at the same time, I do have that kind of feeling like I don't want to expose them. You know, without their consent or without their full understanding. So it's funny. My six-year-old, he like totally gets it. Like we we started a vlog channel on YouTube. So like we have a family vlog channel on YouTube. Wow. And my my wife is like more like don't show me, which is fine. It's okay. Uh, and, and we and we and we show the kids like playing with toys and we do toy reviews and stuff like that. And like my son now, oh, am I? Do- and they're so smart, Stephanie. Like they are so, and I know yours is too because I've. <laughs> They're incredibly aware. Like my son, at the end of one of our vlogs, my son—I didn't even prompt him. He goes, "Make sure you subscribe and leave a comment." I was like, "What?" Like you're—you're totally, you're totally my son.
1: <laughs> yeah, Emma, Emma did that to me as well. She, um, she's like, "Mom, where do where do you want me to put this? Do you want me to put this here, here, or here?" Tell me in the comments.
0: Wow! So wow! What did you just
1: say? They my are husband, so our kids. Yeah, my husband was standing there just shaking his head like
0: what does that's he think all you. no that's all you what does he think of all this like what does he think of your whole i mean that's an interesting thing cuz we talked about work life balance with my guest mm-hmm. yesterday what what is cuz cuz my wife obviously she 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 puts up with it <laughs> i mean she supports me she's my rock i love her to death and she loves me but there are times where you're like dude come on like really do you have to do this right now <laughs> how does your how does your husband how does he feel about everything that you're doing in the online space
1: well okay we both used to work in an agency, so he's very comfortable with me having clients and whatnot. This whole live video stuff, which just started two years ago, right. he's trying to get used to that. Like, he'll walk by, and if he sees the lights on, he just stays away.
0: Interesting. Um,
1: and so usually I have to give him, like, thumbs up, like, yeah, you could come over, and then he'll just do some bloopers so it was one time I was doing a tutorial in my Facebook group and all of a sudden he just like popped up. <laughs> I think he scared. I think he scared. All of my viewers are like, what who's is that? that?
0: <laughs> yeah. Who's that weirdo in the background? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Great. So he's, so he's more, he's more understanding. I think that's important. I think having that conversation, if you're, I mean a lot of my audience and I just want to just really quickly say a big shout out to Jenny's in the house, Sarah, good to see you. Mike, Aaron, Yvonne. Yvonne is probably from, is, is that from your group? She's,
1: she's uh, Sacramento.
0: Awesome. Yvonne says, I have a UPS box that looks like a real address, so I can show it in public without people showing up on my doorstep. Oh. Wow, that's really cool. That is very, very, Mike says, I referee each and every morning. <laughs> yes, it's funny. Like, I'm not really a parent. I'm sort of like, a. I, I literally am like an umpire. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a boxing referee. Because they're, they're like very close in age. They're eighteen months apart, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. You touch my toy. You touch my mac and cheese. You you dare take my nine, nai, and it's like World War Three. <laughs> so it's like I finally get what my parents did. You did you have a, a like a stronger sense of respect for your parents when you became a parent?
1: Oh yeah, I was like, how did you do this? How did you function on no sleep? And my mom, my mom had three kids, and I'm the youngest of three. And so, you know, being the youngest shout out to, ed- to everyone that's the youngest, it's like, <laughs> you're just wild and free. Right. Because at that point, my mom was like, you do you, your sister will help you. And your, your brother will discipline, discipline you. And I'm just going to tap out. <laughs> <What>? like, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've got a brother too. And he doesn't have any kids yet. But I remember like, after we had Sammy back in 2012, And then we had Nora in late twenty thirteen. So I love that name. We basically just said, thank you. We basically just said, let's let's just have these two and be done with it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we so we had our two kids. Luckily, we had a boy and a girl. But I remember like one day just it was like, you know, milk on the ceiling, clothes all over, nobody was eating, crying at two in the morning. And I remember thinking to myself, no wonder my parents like, so, were so frustrated with me and my brother. I totally get it. And I had a profound respect. It was a realization. All the parents out there, it's a very thankless job. But your, mm-hmm. your kids will appreciate you. Probably not till they turn 36, but they will appreciate you eventually. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I can totally see that. And I, I totally get you about what happens in the house because I feel like this is the cleanest part of my house. And then everything else looks like nuclear warfare. My husband cracks (laughs) up the entire time because he sees the comments when people say like, Oh, I love your studio. And then he looks down at the ground and is like, Oh, but you have Um, Play-Doh. Hello.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of kids, so you, and by the way, Nez Nation, anybody in the chat, please, by all means, if you have any questions for our awesome guest, Stephanie Liu, be, be sure to leave them in the chat and I'll be monitoring them and I'll definitely ask her. Speaking of kids, Stephanie, so you just came back from a conference yeah. that was basically run by university students and faculty alike. And I saw a lot of the stuff you were posting. Do you want to talk a little bit about that and what you kind of, what were you doing out there in the Midwest?
1: Oh, I know it's, just, it's funny to say, it's always funny when you leave San Diego at the airport. Cause I feel like the security guards are always trying to mess with me. They're like, why are you leaving? <laughs> Did why you look you wanna, outside? Why would you want to go <laughs> anywhere? <laughs> why are you trying to go to St. Louis? You know, it's going to rain there for four days. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I know. Um, we yeah. are
0: lucky though. Aren't we the luckiest people on earth to live here? I think we are.
1: We are. Yeah. We are. Um, but yeah, so I, I went to the Midwest. I went to St. Louis for the Midwest Digital Marketing Conference, which was hosted by the University of Missouri, St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And it was cool because it's the largest Midwest Digital Marketing Conference that's out there. And it's it's ran by the actual students of the, of the university. So Perry Drake, one of the faculty members, he has this digital marketing program where they teach students on how to do podcasting, how to do video. And then they put all of their skills to test by hosting this conference.
0: That is rad,
1: right? So it's, it's hands-on experience. It's low budget for them and they make the price so affordable. I think the base price was $197 Um, For students, it was probably $50, but you got to be up close and personal with the speakers and get a sense of what's happening in the digital landscape versus trying to fly out to like, let's say, California for social media marketing world, which would be like a two week vacation honestly, if you think about just the price tag.
0: Right, right. I know, that's so awesome, by the way. That's just, is that something that happens annually, Stephanie?
1: Yeah, wow. yeah. And, and what's even great is that the funds for the actual conference goes back into the, the program. program. Wow. Um, they invest into their podcasting year, all of that stuff. And they even have scholarships for their students. So it mm-hmm. was really humbling just to be there and just to be a part of that. I wish there was, that type of stuff when I was back in college. Um, so it's cool to see them doing it now.
0: Well, I completely, completely compliment what you just said, because I talk about, I talk about it pretty much every day. I don't know if you're hundred uh, percent aware, but I teach at the business school at Cal State Fullerton. I also teach at Chapman. I'm teaching a lot less these days because of my online businesses, which is awesome. But yeah, I'm very grateful for that. But, but you know, I used to teach like 10 12 classes a semester back in the oh, day, wow. just trying to make things work. Um, and my students, I definitely can say and attest to what you say, Stephanie. My students really appreciate that I make everything relevant in the class to what's happening right now. Oh, yeah, and I try really, really hard. I know there's a lot of great professors out there, but like you just said. I remember being in school because, you know, I have three degrees and I'm not bragging. I just, oh what? well, I went the distance with school, but it doesn't mean anything because here's the thing. If it doesn't, this is what I always say to my students. I'd love your thoughts on this stuff. If it doesn't apply to the real world, that piece of paper is just a piece of paper. Do you know what I mean? Very true. I try so hard. I love what you said that this program sounds brilliant because we need to teach them what are the best proper ways, effective ways of communicating, you know, in this online ecosystem and how you can deliver your message, how Mm -hmm. you can understand your audience. That's, that's just so killer. So did you guys like, what was your contribution? I'm sure you did Mm. some live video, right?
1: Yeah. I, I I did a whole session on live streaming for your brand. So got to sit down with the audience members and talk about all the different ways that you could go live aside from just using your mobile phone, right? Like all the different platforms. Um, So it was really cool. cool. Uh, One, one really funny story is that one gal was sitting in my session. She had the VIP access, which gives you access to the speaker lounge to where we were hanging out. And her name was Monica. And she was asking. She was just like, "I know that you're on break right now, but I, I still have more questions about live streaming." And she was, in particular, asking me about Ecamm. And I had with me this big, huge backpack. It was like a Mary Poppins bag. <laughs> this big, huge backpack. I was like, "You know what? Instead of me just telling you about it, let me show you." And that was really cool at the conference. I like pulled out my laptop, pulled out my DSLR, plugged it all in. I was like, "Hey, do you want to go live?" She's like, wow. "Right now." Like, yeah. So we did that. Um, so that was live streaming for your brand. It got to teach them different platforms. And then there was the live streaming panel, which was pretty cool. Um, Bonnie Frank was there. I don't know if you know her.
0: Uh, it sounds really familiar. Okay.
1: So there's Bonnie Frank, uh, Vanessa Cabrera, just other live streamers sharing their stories and how they're leveraging it as well as Chris Strub. So if I don't... Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and the last one was personal branding. So how to leverage your personal brand.
0: That is awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. So I'm. They sure put me
1: to work. They, they put, put me you to work. work.
0: They put you to work. And that must be so cool and endearing because I always say this about us who are, you know, in the sort of, um, you know, format and medium of live streaming, podcasting, blogging, what have you. I always feel like we are educators. I mean, that's what we're doing, which is why me coming from the world of education it, when I got first got into live streaming in late 2015, early 2016, that was like, it was such a seamless transition. Like, how important do you think it is? Like, because you do so much in live video. How important do you think it is? And obviously I think you do think it's important that live video, that creating video content in this particular era, how important is that for not just businesses, but especially for businesses, but for individuals as well. Or do you, do you even distinguish the two or do you just basically stick to businesses? What are your thoughts on that? Do you think um, that everybody, you think everybody should do this? In terms of live streaming? Yeah. Like, or even like, you I, know,
1: from, I think it's something, yeah. I, I think it's something fun to try. I think it's, it's kind of like, yeah, I I would probably compare it to when everyone started doing the selfie, right? You're yeah. like, well, that looks kind of weird. That's so self-absorbed. But once you start doing it, it starts to become just a part of your interactions with people. You're at a conference, like, you know, let's take a selfie. Let's stay connected that way. Um, For me as also as a parent, I like taking videos of my daughter just because she's going to be growing up so fast. And I, I want to show her um, when she was two years old and I put a wonder woman filter on her and she's like, yeah, you know, like that's cool. Cause you know, I think about, her high school album, you know, like, this is you, you're tiny. This is how cool you were.
0: That's great. Um,
1: But as far as video goes, I I think, give it a try, give it a try. Um, A lot of people, especially for my clients, my clients, I have some boomers as clients and they're like, that's just not me. I didn't grow up like that. I'm not used to that. That's like a millennial thing. Um, But it's just starts to become a part of your culture. Smartphones, you know, just became a part of our culture. And that's how people are shifting their behavior.
0: And it's so easy, right? Like it's so easy and free to like read mm. the audience. This is the thing that I tell everybody, including clients. I love the way you said the boomers. It's almost like, I almost feel like, and I've said this before, and my audience has probably heard me say this. It's almost like you have to kind of um, explain to them or unexplain those sort of uh, belief systems that they have in place. Oh, yeah. Like what you said about the millennial, the boomers and the millennials. So many clients of mine that are post-40, post-50, they, mm-hmm. they, they tend to feel the exact same way. Like, look, I'm too old for that. I'm too this. I'm like, dude, you're 46. What do you mean you're too old? Like the way medical science is going, we're all going to live to be a buck 50. Like, <laughs> first of all, you're not old. And second of all, you're sitting on a treasure trove of knowledge and experience. You can not only monetize that, but you can benefit people with your experience. Oh,
1: of course. With with, with video, you could shave another person's learning curve in half yeah. just by saying, this is what I learned in my experience. And people will be so thankful for that because now with video, you could show them how. And it, yes, there's blog articles that will you know, walk you step by step. But sometimes with live video, you just want to get that that question answered right then and there, which P.S. by the way, if you guys are still here, feel free to ask any questions.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And also I would like to find out, leave in the chat, Nez Nation, and everybody watching. Are you using video? How are you using video? Are you live streaming? Are you a little bit trepidatious about live streaming? Leave that in the chat. And I definitely, definitely want to check it out and we'll talk about it. Um I also want to, I wanted to ask you this like getting back to live video and getting back to live streaming mm-hmm. do you, do you do you feel that people should how do you think like people who have never even heard of it how should they start should they start with a little story about themselves should they start with like a like information that they could possibly bring to the table like for example here's three tips on how to become a better cook or a better pastry baker or something like that or do you feel like they should start with a little bit more of their personal story how do you how do you mm, see that going
1: that's actually a really great question i would say from a business perspective i always i always talk about the 10 by 10 formula ooh what's that which is really um you take a piece of paper you fold it in half and on the left hand side you're going to write down the top 10 frequently asked questions people have about your business your product or your service Mm-hmm. And then on the right hand side, you're going to put 10 should ask questions. What, what should people be asking about your product or service that they don't know about because they're not the expert, right? Once you do that exercise and it really should only take you 10 minutes, you have a good list of 20 topics that you can talk about. Um, it'll be so easy because you could just jump in front of the camera. and am like, Hey, one of the questions I always get all the time is, should I go live on my business page or my personal page? Right. Being my thoughts that could just be an easy three minute video right there. But if you start stitching it together, it could be like a YouTube playlist at that point. You could expand upon it a little bit more. That could be like a whole live streaming series. Yeah. You know, just get, I would, I would say that's the, probably the easiest because people are so used to answering questions about their business or the product. Yeah. Um, and then once you start to get feedback, start inserting a little bit of your personality. Um, because you can't be stuck in the sea of sameness. I, I could just be like, the,
0: nice. I could read
1: directly from a Facebook customer support, like, this is the difference between the two. But you get to add in your own layer of why you think that's important and why you have that stance on there.
0: Not being stuck in the sea of sameness. Hello. That is, that's a, that's a t-shirt right there, Stephanie. I know, right? Hashtag C of sameness. Hashtag, hashtag C of sameness. That is awesome. That would be, that, I'd buy that shirt. I'll tell you that much. Um, that's so cool. Yeah. I also say, like, I also try to tell people the easiest thing that you can do since we are on the topic of live streaming, you could do a live Q and A, just kind yeah. of ask me anything An AMA you know kind of live stream and ask me anything and i see a lot of people especially those boomer clients you've got so much knowledge and experience not that if you're not a boomer you don't have a lot of experience but i think that that's a cool way to get started too i love the way you said bring in your personality though i think if you are trying to be like anybody else or if you're trying to be like i'm going to be like <laughs> business 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 yeah business business that's it you can't, forget business the best the best businesses don't act like businesses. I think Stephanie will agree with me on that. Yeah. Best brands, they don't act like they're a brand. They just tell their story and they tell it really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me go into the chat here. It looks like Yvonne says, I am multitasking. Just discovered live creative kit on my FB page. Yeah. If you set up a live creative kit, you can customize elements of your live videos, including intro and outro videos and effects. By the way, Stephanie, are you predominantly? I know Lights Camera Live is predominantly on Facebook. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Are you is. are you on any other platforms that you feel, or is there any new platforms that you've been looking at, or what other platforms, or just just Facebook?
1: So I'm on Facebook, and it's mostly for the show on that end. Um, I use every every channel differently to show different aspects of my personality i, I kind of treat them as every channel is its own continent there's its own etiquette that belongs on there and so for instagram it's mostly behind the scenes what happens with the family it's also where i get to experiment with different ways on how to use video if you take a look at any of my instagram story highlights i'm probably doing like the donut selfie Yes. Yeah. It's just like this.
0: I love it. I love right?
1: it. Or I'm doing or boomerang.
0: Like, I like the boomerang effect.
1: Yeah, the boomerangs. Or I'm doing like lifestyle videos of just my family and I'm and just practicing my skills differently than I would on Facebook. Um, Twitter. I usually don't use Twitter a lot, but after the Midwest Digital Marketing Conference, it's hard to let go because everyone that I met there was so cool. and. I'm just, I have like conference withdrawals. I'm like trying to keep in touch with everyone, trying to get them back onto the show. Um, and then I'm trying out LinkedIn because LinkedIn was like all the buzz this yes. year in the conference.
0: Yes. LinkedIn. Well, you know you know that I'm a LinkedIn consultant, right? You know that, right?
1: I do know that. Hello.
0: Yeah. Hello. Hey. I mean, Stephanie, <laughs> if I may, and I'm just going to say this online on the air, I think you, Stephanie Liu, would absolutely dominate LinkedIn.
1: Oh, gosh. LinkedIn
0: LinkedIn native video. And I've been telling my clients this because I do executive career coaching and I've been telling my clients this. I go, look, throw that piece of paper away. Create a video resume. And when I say video resume, it could just be as simple as putting the camera up to yourself and just giving your elevator pitch, so to speak, right? Keeping it short and concise. Oh, Stephanie, you, I would say... Start experimenting. Start getting a little bit more, uh, you know, acclimated with the platform. And I think that you, especially, you know, B two B. Whoa, whoa, Nelly. Yeah, you should be on LinkedIn. You would be. You would dominate that platform.
1: Man, if I were to do like a LinkedIn resume, I for sure would want to do it differently. And you guys are more than welcome to steal this. I steal this idea. I'd probably want to make it like the Old Spice commercial and say like, "Social <laughs> exactly. media, poof." Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is like grab bag of of social media tactics. Oof. throw that I over there. It. And just Dollar Shave Club. You <laughs> ridiculous. Walk from one conference room to another. That's probably how I would do you it. You gotta would,
0: embrace. That. You gotta embrace your weird. I say embrace yeah. your weird. Everybody's afraid. Yeah. Do you find? Let me ask you this. Oh, I've got so many questions for you. I love it. By the way, guys. By the way, guys. Any questions? And and please share this out because you do not want to miss this. We are I mean Stephanie is dropping wisdom grenades, y'all. Wisdom grenades.
1: <laughs> grenades. Um, well wow, not even bombs. It's just grenades.
0: Grenades. Forget the bombs. I have to say something to everybody says bombs. I have to say something.
1: Oh, you say grenades. Okay.
0: <laughs> but it, it's kind of a sad, you know, alteration, but I threw it in there. Um <laughs> Yeah. Guys, guys, make sure you share this out because uh, Stephanie and I, this is, this, somebody needs to hear this. I know somebody does. <laughs> at least, come at least out. somebody, <laughs> yeah, come but up. I wanted to, I, I wanted to ask you. Um, so, so yeah. So like I, you know, a lot of people, a lot of recruiters and hiring managers, the first place they go now is they'll Google you. Right. Yeah. And what comes up like your digital presence, your digital profile, do you find that with your clients and do you find that with people that you do business with that you, do you, do you advocate that they create this sort of digital presence or profile, or is that something, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, it's, we're at that point. In history now where if, if you ever I know it's this is why I can't be a podcaster because I, I talk with my hands I love it I love it <laughs> but we're definitely at that point now where if we need something or if we need a referral we search for them yes. and you want to come up in the search results um, whether through it's through word of mouth or just your website your social media profiles that's always going to be super helpful I just had one person in my group saying that like she needed help finding someone that worked at this old company. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and search on LinkedIn and see if I know anyone. And if I'm not connected to someone, I could post a question. And then hopefully they'll tag someone. Yeah. And, and it happened in just in 24 hours. I was so surprised at how helpful that is. Just having your online presence. That way people can, can connect with you. Um, I will tell you, I don't memorize a lot of phone numbers nowadays. No, no. But I do remember handles.
0: That's really – that's the that's the biggest tra- – isn't that the biggest difference now? Yeah. yeah. I used to remember all my friends' phone numbers. I used to remember – yeah. And a lot of the people maybe even watching or listening don't even remember what that's like. I mean, it's 2018. It's funny because a lot of my students – I have to like – it's funny. <laughs> Stephanie, you'll get a kick out of this. I have to like revamp and rehash all my jokes because – A lot of my jokes, they're they're kind of like 1997 jokes, Mm. and now my students, you know, most of my students were born in like 1998, you know, or They don't know what Pulp Fiction is. They don't know what, you know, they don't know who Boys to Men are, you know. And it's like, wait a minute. And speaking of R and B, Boys to Men, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Hello, hello. (laughs) Yeah, I got you on that one. Yeah, Um, it's so interesting. Yeah, like it's a completely different world. And if you don't adapt, if you don't adjust, it is, you're, you're going to be left behind. I talk about this all the time on the show with the liquidation of Toys R Us, all these businesses going out of business, especially brick and mortar. You got to adapt guys. You got And somebody like Stephanie Liu has definitely adapted really, really well. So I want to ask you really quickly, this is sort of a side thing. Yeah. What do you think of this whole like Facebook data deal with Cambridge? Have you, have you, have your clients talked to you about this or have you, do you have an opinion on it or is it just a lot of people are, do you find people actually deleting Facebook?
1: I honestly haven't come across anyone that's deleting any other Facebook profiles. If anything, I do see them being more proactive in checking out their privacy settings. Wow. Um, Cause for some people like, like for my mom, my mom example, um, she doesn't use a computer. Um, the really? only thing that she has is her, is her iPhone. And she got married very young. She got married 16 to my dad and then moved over to the States. So all of her family is way back in the Philippines.
0: Interesting. She
1: doesn't see them very often. So the only way that she could stay connected is through Facebook. We tried to teach her Skype. We tried to teach her all this other stuff. And she's like, no, this is my one thing. And this is what I'm going to stick to. And I feel like there's a lot of people, you know, when you and I talk about like the millennials and the boomers, just are they going to be shifting their habits despite what just had happened? Um, and based off of what I see, In my circle, a lot of them are just changing their privacy settings. Um, I haven't really had anyone say like, okay, that's it. I'm I'm completely off. I I saw one person say, well, I'm just moving over to Instagram. I was like, well, Instagram's owned by Facebook.
0: Right. Right. That's not going to (laughs) help. I I don't know. I I feel, I love Instagram. I I really do. I used to, and I forgive my Snapchat audience. um, I still do use Snapchat, but definitely not as much as I used to yeah Uh, you're laughing is that funny for a 40 no no i was like
1: i don't even use snapchat anymore i think the one time like you used to okay i used to use it but i I wasn't like religious about it and this goes back to the lemon song because
0: oh i can't get out of my head now
1: because they had a lemon little bitmoji that was dancing to it and that was the only time i went into snapchat this year it was because i wanted my little bitmoji stuff dancing um, but it turned out to be Drake, and I was like, "Okay, oh, yeah, well, that's cool too." But that was the <laughs> only—that re- was the only reason why I opened up Snapchat. Other than that, I, I haven't been hanging out there.
0: Yvonne says, "I hate Snapchat with a passion." Wow!
1: Well, she's German. She's very. She's
0: oh, very my wife is German. I understand. I understand completely. <laughs> I know exactly where you're coming from. Wie geht es Ihnen? I know a little bit of German, but not—not not enough to pass off as anybody intelligible. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I I mean, I just think it's interesting. I think that Instagram has dominated. I think their geo filters, their hashtags, discoverability, plus the UI, UX. I just feel like it's so much fun and Mm -hmm. I get so much more of that creative outlet. I can do video, I can do pictures, I can do. You know, photos, quotes. Yeah. I just think there's so much to offer there. It's gonna be interesting to see uh how things unfold. So your so your shows on Facebook. Yeah, you're um experimenting with LinkedIn. You're gonna go probably harder on LinkedIn, at least I hope you do. Yeah. Ha! Yvonne well, says, Schlechten Luten gets immer gut." I don't know what that means. Translation, please. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that I means, have, Stephanie?
1: <laughs> I have no idea.
0: You know, do you speak any other languages? I mean, you probably no. speak
1: Okay, well. But it's kind of a sad story because I was raised in Japan. My dad was in the military. He was in the Navy. Um,
0: So you're half Japanese, half Filipino?
1: No, I'm full Filipino. Oh,
0: you're full Filipino.
1: Yeah. By the way,
0: can I say this really quickly? Sorry to interject. My best friend of like 27 years, Crespo, last name Crespo, Filipino family. I'm telling you right now, I love, love, love their family. If you're listening right now, Patrick, love, love, love you, Pauline, the family, I think they they have embraced, when they didn't even know who the, I was a snotty punk kid back in the day, they were so gracious, so welcoming. And I'm telling you right now, Stephanie, not to overgeneralize, I have never come across a Filipino family that wasn't warm, embracing, and inviting. Yeah. Is that just the culture? Like, what's your, what's that's so, it's so cool.
1: Yeah, I I think it really is just a part of, that's how our family functions. Um, we're My family in particular, we're very loud. Like we make fun of each other. <laughs> but, yeah, what always, but, what, know, but what always brings us together is the food. And food has always just been a huge sta- staple in our culture.
0: Um, I love food. Can you tell that I love food? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if yeah. you can't tell by my physical physique. Physical physique? I don't think that makes sense. If you can't (laughs) tell by my physique, Nez loves food. Hello.
1: Yeah, I do too. That's why I have to go to kickboxing all the time. I Uh, think
0: that's why I love watching your stories and your little, um, you know, your posts here and there, because a lot of it has to do with food. I'm like, yummy, yummy, yummy.
1: Oh, I know. (laughs) It's like, look what I made today.
0: It's great. Uh, So your dad was, your dad's from Japan.
1: Yeah, my dad's also was, Filipino. Yeah, okay. but he was stationed in Japan. And so at that point, it's I I went to a Navy-based school. So they spoke English. Uh-huh. Outside of base, they spoke Japanese. And at home, my mom was trying to decide between Tagalog, which is Filipino, or another dialect. And I was just like, you know what? This is just way too much right now. Like my little brain was just like, no, nope. tapping out English. And I just stuck yeah. English.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same here, same here. I have, like, my parents are... Turkish Persian immigrants from, you know, they came in the early 70s. And, uh, you know, being born in the US, I was like, it was, I'm like one of the few out there in my culture that don't know, that doesn't know the language fluently. Mm-hmm. Like, I can pass like with my grandmother, but I was the same way. I was like, nope, I got to, I got to stick to English because, and it's funny, I went so all the way in English that, you know, writing and becoming a writing professor, that's how far I went into it. I went, I, oh, went, I mean, wow. I went knee deep. Um, Yeah. So, so you're going to try LinkedIn. You're, you're on Facebook live. What about YouTube? I wanted to ask you about YouTube. Oh yeah. YouTube.
1: Okay. So I do have a YouTube channel. Do not do anything that I do on YouTube because I'm not crushing it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's hard Um, to focus, isn't it? You got to focus somewhere.
1: Yeah. uh, YouTube has never really been my jam, Mm -hmm. Um, but I do repurpose my Facebook lives onto YouTube. But what I'm finding is that when I get interviewed by other YouTubers on their channels, they're starting to discover me. Mm-hmm. So that, that's kind of cool to just break out of my Facebook bubble to tap into another audience. I am playing around with it a little bit more. I just downloaded after effects. So I'm hoping to like, do oh, more video yeah. editing. I know, oh, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, Todd, Todd Bergen, right?
0: Oh yeah. Todd. Yeah, live. Todd live. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't even call him Todd Bergen anymore. I call him. Todd I know. Live. He's going to be on the show by the way. He's gonna oh, be
1: the cool. Yeah. yeah. So he stepped up like his graphics. I was like, Oh, well then I need to step up my graphics. I was trying to, I was trying to s- slide into his DMS and be like, so who does your graphics? He's like, I do it. I'm like, Oh crap. Now I got to do it. <laughs> so no, he yeah, just, you're,
0: you're totally right. He's totally upped his game on the arts and crafts. And he's, a. this is what I love. Like when I see Stephanie go live and in her insanely awesome setup, that inspires me. When I see Todd.live do what he does or Ross or Jenny. You know, or Jenny Q. I mean, I'm always inspired by, by this, this crew. I think this is, I, I really hope, we're just like one little beautiful family. <laughs> I hope we grow together and evolve together. I'm so into this community and it's, it's so cool. And yeah, it, he, it's funny because he's all self-taught on creative uh, Adobe Suite. And, and is he? Yeah. And like, I think it actually shows, and I know you would be an advocate of this too, I think it actually shows because I feel the same way. Like everything that I've pretty much produced or created, it only happened when I just, you know, rolled up my sleeves and said, you know what? Screw it. I got to do this myself. I can't outsource this. I can't. I find that gives it more of that feeling of accomplishment, but it also gives me confidence. And it also gives me, it also allows me to paint the vision that I want to paint. Does that Mm -hmm. make sense, Stephanie?
1: It does. You
0: does. You being monstrously intelligent I think if you just like toyed around with it a little bit and just got into it, you would figure it out in a heartbeat. And I would say, here's another thing that I would say is with your personality, with your energy, what am I doing? I'm like doing online coaching right now. And I truly, I just, I just, I'm so invigorated by you and I, I love what you do. I think you doing short 10 minute, five minute videos on YouTube, how to's, Yeah. There's, there's another, I think there's another Platform because of Google search and everybody listening too. This is actually good for everybody listening. The power of Google search, the power. YouTube is the second largest search engine on the planet. I'm going hardcore on YouTube. I mean, I'm going, I'm going hardcore everywhere just because I'm, I'm insane. Don't, don't follow what I do. I'm totally insane. I kind
1: of want to get you a black leather jacket now that says on the back
0: "hardcore." Now I need to. I, you know, it's really funny. I used to have a black leather when I was single. When I was young and single, I did have the black legend. I was like a young Elvis in my 20s and 30s. I really was. I mean, I know that sounds narcissistic, but I was that good looking, not the person you see before you now. (laughs) But here's the thing: like, so, so YouTube is the second largest search engine. Mm -hmm. Guess what's number one? Hello, Google. And who owns YouTube? Google. Google. So, search with Facebook live, with Instagram, with Snapchat, with Twitter, your stuff pretty much, I don't want to say dies, but it does definitely fade away. I have videos, Stephanie, that I produced three years ago that are getting thousands of views now. Like, I mean, like almost two years later, do you know what I mean? So that's the cool thing. And I, and I, that's another thing I want to pass off to you because I dig your creativity Start, start, or not start or whatever, whenever you feel like it, like, think about that. Let that marinate. Yeah. I think that's another platform that you doing little small five to 10 minute videos and anybody in the audience, this goes for you too. Yvonne says hardcore Nez, hashtag hardcore Nez. Thank you, Yvonne. She's the Stephanie Lou of YouTube. Absolutely. Trina, Trina Little is a great YouTube resource. Okay. Ooh. Trina, little, Thank you. Okay. Yeah, I think, I think that's something. Um, I think that's something that you would just, you would really, really acclimate well to. Uh, Yvonne also says, Facebook, Yvonne, I'm loving your contribution. I know,
1: right? Yvonne. She's just, she's
0: a- pretty much taken over the chat. I'm so excited. Thank you. FB and IG didn't do the job. No viewers on IG. Do you do, this is what I was going to ask you. Do you do Instagram live?
1: I don't. Um, it's, it's something that I want to experiment with. Um,
0: what are your plans? What's Stephanie Lou doing? Yeah. What is the big, what's the big, we're, we're sort of reaching the end of the, of the show here. Like what is, what is up with Stephanie? What are you going to be next? doing? Well, what's okay. 2018? What's 20, the summer of 2018 entail for Stephanie Yeah. Liu? Well,
1: well it's funny because a lot of people don't realize that I have my own boutique social media agency. So I have like my own clients that I do social media retainers for and Facebook advertising. Like, I have my own team and my video was never really supposed to be like this thing. It was more of just top of mind, tip of tongue. Um, cause if people see that you're confident on camera, they're going to be confident in the fact that you could run their social media. Yeah. And then it's started turning into this whole thing of like, can you teach me how to do live video? And so I started teaching OBS, um, and I started teaching all of the other platforms. And now the next thing that's going to be happening, like summer 2018, Hey, um, it's going to be all about Ecamm. I'm going to be teaching Ooh. Ecamm and everything in terms of not just how to use Ecamm as like in front of the camera, but how to be behind, like as a producer. So if you, let's say you're a nonprofit organization and you want to do um, a live streaming show for your company, your organization, your clients, I'll teach you how to do that. Cool. So I already taught people how to do that on OBS and other platforms, but ecam is definitely stepping up their game.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And I've been, you know what, this, oh, you've inspired me now too. I want to sign up for that because I have been tinkering with other, you know, I've been doing Zoom for about two years now, Mm -hmm. but I've been tinkering with other platforms and Ecamm has been sort of a omnipresent, you know, uh, platform that's been mentioned to me. Oh yeah. Uh, So, so I, that sounds awesome. Hey, Nez Nation, by the way, don't forget everything, if you're listening on the podcast, everything is going to be in the show notes for how to get a hold of the wonderful Stephanie Lou. She's also going to go in the comments. If you're watching live on Facebook, she's also going to leave in the comments, all of her information and way to contact her. Plus on the YouTube video, if you're watching this on the YouTube replay, it's going to be in the description. So Hi. you got to, gots to, gats to reach out to Stephanie Lou, And who knows, she might even just sing a lemon song for you. Oh
1: my goodness. <laughs> she ain't trying to be a lemon.
0: She ain't trying to be a lemon. I don't I forgot the words. But she ain't trying to be a lemon. <laughs>
1: know, <laughs> but, be a lemon. <laughs> but you know what's funny is um, after the whole Midwest Digital Marketing Conferencing, I've been playing around with um, Twitter video replies. So if you hit me up on Twitter, I'll just reply back to you with the video.
0: I think that's so, you know what's really interesting, Stephanie? I think that's so underutilized. You mentioned that you weren't really big on Twitter. I still think that Twitter... I actually use Twitter more than Facebook. It's interesting because mm-hmm. I feel like Twitter is like the news source vibe, but it's also an easy, easy conversation to have with people. Yeah. It's such an easy place to have conversation, just something about it and the use of hashtags. I don't think there's the one thing that Twitter will always have. People think Twitter's dead or dying. Uh-uh. No other platform implements hashtags, maybe except for, I mean, Instagram's really coming strong. But I think Twitter is still the hashtag king. Yeah. You can reach so many people with your, and I, and you said it, Twitter video. You notice the ubiquitous terminology here, ladies and gentlemen, Nez Nation and Stephanie's audience joining us. Video, video, video. And I want to say, I think on Twitter, one of the underutilized things is video. I think video conversations are just brilliantly, there's a lot of great people doing it and you can too, especially with the technology. I love using I love using Twitter video. And I usually repurpose the stuff I do on Instagram on Twitter and it's pretty like evergreen, right? Like uh, stuff that I do. That's so cool that you said that. Yeah. I love Twitter video. So Ecamm, it's an Ecamm summer for Stephanie Lou. Yeah.
1: Um
0: I just I just first of all, Stephanie, I I had such a blast talking to you. It's already been an hour. I feel like it's I feel like it's been like five minutes. I like, I just want to say it has been an absolute honor having you on the show. Oh, your energy, your vibe, your presence, your intelligence, your wit, please don't ever change. I think you're just unbelievable and you're going to keep being unbelievable. I wish you all the best before we get out of here. I also want to thank, by the way, thank you to the great chatters in there. Yvonne, Jenny, Mike, thank you so much Uh, You guys rocked it. And also, um, why don't you do this? If you don't mind, Stephanie, tell our Nez Nation audience where in the world they can find you and and your latest, your latest projects.
1: And my latest lemon drop video.
0: (laughs) I'm telling you, I think that should be your first YouTube video. It's a karaoke and I'll do a collaboration with you. because We should
1: have dance off.
0: We should have dance off. And my terrible dancing skills will make you look all that much better. So like we should do a collaboration lemon drop, uh, video just you and I. That should be your first YouTube like five minute, ten minute video. Oh, that so
1: much fun. Like, I, okay. I'm gonna do a Nes tutorial and how to do the lemon. Yeah.
0: Um, oh, I love that song.
1: Yeah. Okay. So if you guys want to hang out please hang out um, head on over to lights, live.com. That's where you'll find all of my ridiculousness and all of the, the Facebook lives, the recaps, the blog posts. But if you really, really want to engage, hang out in the Facebook group because that's where I'm always testing new ideas. That's where I'm shining a spotlight on other social media strategists that are crushing it with video. So if you ever need ideas, just hop into there. We have a good time. Mike Alton, who, do you know who Mike Alton is?
0: Yeah, I've I've been seeing him in the chat. He's been saying great things about the programs that you. Do. Oh,
1: he's he's amazing, and so he has he just started a new thread in the group of like, what's your what's your confidence playlist? So you should hop in there and be a part of that. Absolutely, that's, that's how fun our group is.
0: Yeah, that, that that's awesome. And again, just to just to remind everybody, we're going to leave everything in the show notes, in the mm-hmm. comments, in the description. And you will be able to find out how to get in, t- in contact with the awesome Stephanie Lou. Well, behalf of, on behalf of Nez nation, Stephanie, again, I just want to thank you. You have been so, so awesome. This has been such a fun conversation. We got to have you, we got to have you back on the show
1: we talked about so much like i'm now just talked about
0: family we talked about social media we talked about live facebook houston
1: Houston, bobby brown i
0: think the most important though was the lemon karaoke collab i think that's the most important thing we talked about (laughs) so yes absolutely so anyway thank you thank you thank you so much thank you everybody in the chat we had an amazing time this is nez nation live guys this is the only place you need to go to find out the latest and greatest in digital media, communications, and business, I am your host, Professor Nez. On behalf of Stephanie Liu, have a wonderful, wonderful day. We'll see y'all next time. Bye, y'all.